And this is Martin Strong sitting in for Jazz this Thursday afternoon. Our number to call if you want to send a text or uh, record on the buzz line, 604-331-2899, 331-2899. If you want to uh, talk about anything, we've been talking about Christmas cards. We've been talking about trucks driving into overpasses. Uh, and also, uh, now we're going to talk about um, what's happening with the park board. Last week, Mayor Ken Sim revealed plans to get rid of the park board. And last night, at a very contentious, long city council meeting, a lot of dissenting voices, the mayor passed his motion to request the provincial government dissolve the park board because the provincial government has to do it. Uh, and that would leave the management and protection of our public spaces and beaches uh, to city council. Dan Fumano of the Vancouver Sun has been covering this story and he's here now. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so it was quite the meeting last night, quite a few hours, quite uh, heated. Yeah, indeed. It was a long day at city council. Um you know, the whole meeting, they, they dealt with a number of other items before getting to this park board question, but uh, it was a long, you know, 12-hour kind of day at council. Uh, the park board motion itself had uh, attracted, I think, more than 160 different people had signed up to speak, a lot of them representing different community organizations. A lot of the current elected park board commissioners had uh, registered to address council. So it was a big, long um and, and at times kind of emotional and uh, charged. Meeting. Right. Yeah, so it, so it seems like from a distance, this is basically the mayor spinning this as kind of a way to streamline the management and maintenance of the parks. And the opponents say it's a way for the city to basically start developing on certain park areas. Is, is that fair to say? Well, people are definitely raising concerns about what this could mean for the future of public spaces and parks and beaches and all the areas that are currently sort of under the jurisdiction of the park board. The mayor has tried to emphasize repeatedly that under his watch, parks will remain parks, golf courses will remain golf courses. That's what he's saying. Uh, and his proposed framework going forward, which would eliminate the elected park board, uh, he's proposing to bring in uh, what he's described as stronger protections so that any the revoking of the status of any permanent park would require a unanimous decision from the mayor and council as well as a public referendum but some people have raised concerns in the last few days leading up to last night's vote saying well that actually only extends to parks that are uh, those protections only kind of cover parks that are technically classified as permanent whereas a lot of the city's parks don't technically have that classification. Yeah. Um, so there are some worries around there. Now, going forward, I, I don't think that these changes would put would put those parks, would make it easier to revoke the status of those parks without permanent designation. Um, but just there wouldn't be an elected park board that has jurisdiction over them going forward, if, if indeed these changes go through, because, of course, the final decision isn't up to city council. All they decided last night is, to formally ask the province to make these changes to the Vancouver Charter. And so obviously it's going to come down now to a decision from the provincial government. Right. And and this is a, an interesting part of this whole discussion is about permanent de designation. I think a lot of people don't know that some green spaces uh, are, are not classified as permanent. How many uh, uh, parks and beaches are not 
classified as permanent? I, I'm not sure of the exact number, but I did. one of the current park board commissioners said that it's about 40% of the city's parks and kind of public spaces are, are not classified as permanent. And this includes a lot of really well-known and well-loved you know, parks and public spaces like part of Jericho Beach, um, Sunset Beach, uh, Crab Park down by Portside, uh, Vanier Park. So there's a lot of parks that aren't uh, technically classified as permanent. Um, and, you know, uh, the mayor and uh, council, they sort of they addressed this last night as well, that, you know, these changes aren't going to suddenly make it easier uh, to change the status of any of those temporary parks or anything. Because um, some are classified as temporary, some are classified under a third different distinction. It all gets kind of technical. But, uh, you know, people were worrying about this, which I think kind of just speaks to how fast this has all come about, you know, at the start of last week, people, the public in Vancouver, you know, even some of the elected park board commissioners, or at least the ones who we've talked to, said they didn't even know this was coming. So this has all come fairly quickly. There were a bunch of questions. And, you know, even in the lead-up to last night's vote, there were a lot of people, including current and past city councillors and park board commissioners, who had a bunch of questions that they felt like they just still didn't have answers to. Yeah, and one of those former councillors was Tim Lewis, who said yep. that this would open the door to development. And I think his quote was something like, say goodbye to part or all of Sunset Beach. Now, that's, that's pretty bold. And would you say that's kind of alarmist talk, or do you think there's some reality there? Well, you know, uh, Tim is a uh, public uh, figure, and he's, uh, you know, in, entitled to his... Uh, predictions and his view. Uh, I mean, today, currently under the Vancouver Charter as it exists today, City Council does have the uh, authority to revoke the status of a park that's classified as temporary, which Sunset Beach is, um, which I mean, I, I didn't know that before looking at this. I didn't know that some parks only kind of technically have temporary classification. Um, so, you know, Tim is raising these worries. Uh, I think they're fair questions to be asked in sort of as we approach such a massive decision, right? It's a big change. It's, you know, it's, a gov- it's, an, a, it's an elected body that's been operating in Vancouver for 130-some-odd years. So to get rid of it, and there is indeed, there does seem to be some public support for the idea of getting rid of an extra layer of bureaucracy, mm-hmm. rid of, you know, sort of streamlining things. There is some frustration with the status quo and how parks and recreation are managed in Vancouver. So it, it, I think there is some support for the general idea, but as I say, it is also a very major change that kind of came forward very quickly. And, you know, ABC didn't run on this idea in the last election, even though Ken Sim had sort of loaded the idea a year and a half before the election. He pivoted his thinking as the election got closer, publicly said that his plan was to run a strong slate of park board candidates and get them elected, which they did, of course. ABC got six out of the seven park board commissioner seats. So they seemed to have a supermajority on the park board. You know, in the mayor's view, uh, that wasn't enough to fix what he describes as sort of the broke, the fundamentally kind of broken governance system that's in place. Right. So, what's next in this process? Well, I, I guess the city of Vancouver will be making its formal request to the province, and uh, it'll be up to the province. You know, uh, mm-hmm. the Ministry of Municipal Affairs. Uh, we asked them for a statement last week, and they said something to the effect of. You know, this is this is the Vancouver Council's decision. If they make this decision and make the request to us, we're going to look to move this forward and look to implement it. Um, that's what the 
a statement from the Ministry of Municipal Affairs last week said, now today, just this morning, Premier David Eby was asked his thoughts about this, and he sort of said something to the effect that it's a big change and the province is going to want to see a really detailed transition plan, you know, that, that includes the community, includes the local First Nations, and, you know, really details how this transition would work. So, you know, the Premier said they're going to want to see more information as this moves forward. Dan Fumano is a writer with the Vancouver Sun. Thanks for talking to us, Dan. Great. Thanks for having me, Martin.